once uh, the industry continues to open up like it does, there is the you know the thought, of course, like like any big egg that uh, uh, it will commoditize and the price will there will be price pressure and the prices will drop. And so automation is something that everyone has to embrace. You're listening to Cultivate, a podcast about the people and technology that are blazing a trail in the cannabis industry. Welcome back to another episode of Cultivate. Today we've got a special guest, Maddie from Twister. Welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. That's you, at Maddie underscore Christofferson. It's a long one, but on Instagram. Can you give us a little snippet of what Twister is? Twister, yeah, we're harvesting experts in the cannabis space. Uh, we've been around for 12 years or over that now. Um, we have, uh, basically we're an ancillary product to the industry. We, uh, design, manufacture and distribute uh, the world's leading harvesting equipment. So that's primarily trimmers. We're ha- our companies are having a serious romance. We are really fond of Twister. Um, awesome people first and foremost. And, uh, you have a uh, philosophy about what you do that really works with what we're about. So, uh, yeah, well, you know what? Our core purpose is helping people grow, right? So um, that's our customers and our people internally and our partnerships. So any way that we can help uh, Bovida grow is something that is really ties to our values. So you talk about harvesting equipment for people that are not in the cannabis business. What does harvesting equipment mean? So the plant, the cannabis plant has to be uh, trimmed before it's shelf ready. So um, our equipment is the automation that allows people to scale their grow and harvest in a timely manner. So taking down that product, and especially when you're, well, we're up here in Canada, um, all these million square feet greenhouses, it's not economically possible or physically possible to trim cannabis by hand. Yeah. How many different size trimmers do you have? Do you have a wide range for people maybe that grow at home versus someone that has a big facility? Yeah, for sure. So over the course of 12 years, we've um, developed three different size trimmers. Um, we started with that bigger one at the time. It's called the T2. Then we um, learned everything we uh, learned everything from that product and we put that into something that more compact. Uh, it's the T4, which is our medium sized machine now. And then we wanted to address that market for everyone um, so that they could grow at home and have a you know a feasible way to trim as well if you're you know a 65 year old lady or you're a 20 year old guy that has six plants in their basement then it allows them to trim and they don't have to lean on other people to help them out um, the exciting news that I'd, I'd love to share with you guys today is that we actually are just launching and we built our very first T0, mm-hmm. which now will do over 100 pounds an hour. And it is truly a commercial machine. There's nothing like it on the market. That's and, awesome. and, and the tagline is 100. I mean, everybody's been trying to get to that 100 pounds an hour. That's definitely the threshold. Yeah. So and, um, and you're doing it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. We, Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's exciting times. So. Let's talk about water because you guys are picky uh, through the experience of all your growers and the best practices that you've developed. Let's just talk about water. Um, water's a big deal to us. Talk about the role of water in the harvesting trimming process and why it's important. 
Yeah. So if we're alluding to more the moisture content, right? So um, to backtrack, we do have machines that trim wet or trim dry, right? So this is a personal preference uh, for the grower. Uh, we have the ability to service both um, both ends of the market. Um, so if we were going to look at trimming wet, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, you basically uh, buck the the plant, so destem the plants, mm-hmm. and then you put it through our machine um, fresh. So on the on the opposite side, there is the process of of trimming dry, which is now becoming bigger and bigger and uh, in higher demand. It's arguably a better way to cure the flower, uh, and then have a better uh, better product at the at the end. And at that point, you you want to trim at an optimal moisture content of 11%. We do recommend a range between 10 and 13. There is variable depending on the strain of the plant, but 11 is our optimal. For the equipment to work at its optimal. Yeah. And you know what? Also for actually the product itself. So we've designed a a product, a trimmer that caters to the optimal moisture content of shelf ready cannabis. Hmm. Very cool. And that's right in line with what the Canadian government's asking people to to have as an optimal. Uh, yeah, I, th- I believe it's around ten or eleven percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the cool thing is, Bovida, the fifty eight percent holds a moisture content in flour at right at about eleven percent. So it's, I mean, it's dead on perfect, and I think that's why this works so well. Yeah, but you know what? There was nothing better than aligning ourselves with a partnership with Bovida. Uh, because of not only the people, because that's the first and foremost, you guys are amazing. Uh, thick, it's, it's through thick and thin, like, you know, from start to finish, every single person that we've met and aligned ourselves with. Uh, but also the the fact that um, you guys have a product that can optimize the, the moisture content of your dried cannabis at the 11% mark, which is 58% humidity, like you said, Scott. And uh, yeah, it's so complimentary and it's so integral in, in having a, a good end product uh, for the shelf. So here's what always has blown me away. People spend all this time and energy, blood, sweat, and tears growing these beautiful plants. And they get, uh, I mean, they're watching the, the, the plant veg out. They're watching, I mean, they go through all these stages and it's emotional. People are emotionally attached to growing this flower and they cut it down. And the moment they cut it down, the the it's not necessarily like there's a plan for how it's going to be managed all the way to market. It's like the part they were focused on was before they cut it down. Mm-hmm. So now post harvest is where we come in and where where we've been just really edified in the last couple of years watching people develop processes and and come up with best practices for how to take care of bringing the consumer because everybody used to say seed to sale seed to sale seed to sale and now people seem to be saying seed to satisfaction you know and i know you guys are dedicated to really bringing a level of quality and a level of um well like you say with your motto we help people grow grow um and harvest and deliver on a promise of what their brand means. So uh, pretty, pretty amazing uh, evolution in the business. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it, Drew. Um, it's all about helping people grow, like, like we've said, but it's about that education, right? Yeah. That's what we stand for. We stand for that internally. We stand that for our customer. We stand that for our partnerships and educating everyone on the proper processes to deliver a quality high-end product is key. And that's, that's what we're looking to do. Um, I know that, you know, just to your point, people focused on growing the plant all the way along and they forget about that post harvest 
uh, which is integral to the process. And you know, there's there's other trimmers, for instance, on the market that you you put it in and you set it and forget it, and it really does not make sense walking away for something that you've taken eight weeks to really grow passionately. Um, it's it's all about being hands on and really watching about it get trimmed and harvested and cured and dried properly. So exactly. And I mean, that matters for a lot of reasons. I mean, just patient or customer and experience when they consume the product to keep coming back and buying more of it from uh, whoever the LP is or the, the grower. Um, and then also from a standpoint of weight. So when you're selling off weight and if you just over dry it and, and leave it at that, I mean, you're losing you're losing money due to, to moisture evaporation. Well, that's that's such a good comment, Scott, because uh, some of these other trimmers on the market, the set and forget it ones, the top loaded ones, they, they don't have any blades. So they're not only the tearing the product, but they also require you to dry it down to 8%. So if you were to look at that from an economic standpoint, and how much yield you're actually losing by drawing it down. Not only are you uh, damaging the product and the trichomes and everything, but yeah. you're also using that, losing that weight, that yield. So that's, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And when you're selling in pounds or, or kilos, I mean, that's, and it, it adds up a hundred pounds and if you're at 8% on all that, I mean, that's a lot of money that you've lost just from the, the water weight. Yeah. And not to mention the quality and totally uh, of the flower when you yeah, degre- consume it. The, how, how much it degrades and yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I want to digress for a second because one of the things that I love about going to cannabis conventions is that you get to meet a lot of different people. And over the course of doing a bunch of shows, we've met a bunch of staff from Twister and other great companies. And um, you have a reputation. <laughs> and I want to talk about your reputation for a second. You might get a little embarrassed and this might get a little mushy and I'm, I'm not going to apologize for it, but I'd like you to be prepared. I'm blushing. <laughs> We took you away today. Um, we're we're uh, uh, putting this podcast together at uh, Lyft in Toronto, um, and uh, we took you away from a panel. Um, you are uh, the head of a company. Uh, you are on panels with the leaders of the Can- uh, Canada cannabis industry. Uh, you're always at the center of that. Every time anybody ever says your name in conversation around our booth or around us at a show, there's always a reaction about the quality of guy, the class act, the the um, enthusiasm. You are convicted of being a massively enthusiastic human being. Would you deny that? Mm-hmm. I, I'm humbled. I'm humbled. I so, don't know. I'm no, lost for so, words so right so now. What Thank I'm, you. What I, the reason why I'm going down this, this uh, rabbit trail is because... Um, the way you're helping people grow is, is your motto. Uh, we help people grow. And, and you don't say we help people grow cannabis. You leave it open. You help people grow. Uh, there's, a, there's a bigger picture here. There's something that you're about and that your company's about that really fits with what our company is about and what we're about. And you uh, hold people in high regards. You have high expectations of people. Um, but you're also uh, just tremendously gracious with people. And in an era of in our society where uh, civility isn't always uh, the premium, you know, uh, there's a lot of tension in the political world and it's, you know, it's tough, the, the public conversation. It is so refreshing to meet a personality like you and to have the privilege of working. And we've, we talked about this uh, before we did this. Um, to have the privilege of working with you and your team is just really awesome for us, and we are extremely grateful. 
You know what? I'm. Uh, I wish I could say it as so eloquently like you just said, Drew. But um, I guess that cliche saying of birds of a feather flock together. Uh, we're very gracious to be working with you guys as well, and uh, nothing but you know class acts, second to none. So um, it's a pleasure being here and, and being in your company. How many times did we have to stop on the way here for him to for people to say hi to him? Oh, we're trying to leave. We should have left an hour early. It's first like walking of all, through Toronto with Drake or Justin Bieber or something. Yeah, well, he has a he. First of all, he has it's a an good comparison. Yeah. Exactly. He, has ha- he has handlers, <laughs> like a mix entourage. of both. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's uh, uh, Maddie Christopherson. That's uh, at uh, at Maddie <laughs> underscore Christopherson on Instagram. <laughs> We encourage you to go there. Uh, very en- engaging and intriguing uh, Instagram account. You can also go to at uh, Bovida Cannabis. Um, Don't forget at Twister Trimmer as well. What is uh, it? Yes. Oh, yes, the company. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> 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 uh, so uh, we've got quite the romance going between the companies. And it makes perfect sense because you guys are delivering quality. And the promise that uh, people are, uh, their passion of putting out that outstanding flower product is going to be realized and we're all about keeping it fresh. Yeah. And you know what? I, I have to throw in a story here because it just it really resonates with me. Um, I, I can't get a better time, but we, we just recently reshifted our, um, our focus and about really working with the grower, right. And working directly with them, educating them on, on the processes from post-harvest, including drying and curing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I continually get stories. We have, we have a lot of, um, reps in the field across the U S and Canada that allow us to do demos, um, so that people have that hands-on ability to really feel the product. And, you know, continually, I have some of our sales reps calling back and saying that they, they did their checks and balances in in advance. They've called the grower two weeks out and informed them of the correct moisture content, provided them Bovida packages so that they, I, they really hone in that exact moisture content when they're trimming dry. And you know what, the, the reviews of, of that have been phenomenal, uh, feedback from the grower and from our internal reps. Um, so yeah, it's just so complimentary and it just feels so good working with you guys um, because the growers themselves are feeling it um, just as much as we are. So it, it's it's a full one-to-one um, relationship that we have with one another, but also that one-to-one with the grower and working together with those guys is awesome. Uh, I want to uh, take another uh, tack because uh, we don't really know, Maddie, how you got here. I mean, how did, and not how you got to Toronto for the show. How did you uh, become uh, who you are in the constellation of, of Twister? What were you doing? Where did you, how did you come up? What was your background? Yeah, you know what? It's uh it's a funny story that I probably can't share to all the viewers here right now. But uh, one thing that I can comment, um, kudos to Jay for founding the company uh, and then and then having the opportunity to come on on board. And you really build out the company from like, you know, being part of it uh, from five employees all the way up to now. We're, we're pushing over 50. And um, it's it, it really, I think for me personally, it's the relationships. It's relationships within the industry, really being passionate about that, um, staying connected to people um, all the way along, showing up the Lyft conference here, seeing so many faces that I saw four years ago before they were even licensed mm. in Canada, um, really helping them grow and, you know, that, that, and grow with them. That, that's the incredible part. And having humbly and proudly hearing people so 
So I'm um, excited to see the Twister guys and uh, as we are to see the Boba guys, uh, but it's just, it's just those relationships. That's something that really um, makes me tick. Now, after being in the industry for quite some time, where do you see it going over the next couple of years, five years down the road? You know what? Those those years are are fast moving years. Yeah. So um, if you would have asked me how what I felt about the industry two years ago, would I've given you the answer of what it is today? By by no means. Yeah. <laughs> um, having multi million square foot greenhouses, I was on the panel with Vic Newfield from Afria um, earlier today, and he was sharing that his two point three million square foot greenhouse. Um, it's just incredible where it's going. Um, it's all about educating people and really pulling back the curtains and understanding about what's happening in the industry. Now to answer your question about where we see it's going to be in five years, um, it's, it's a tough one, but I just, what I can hope for is that the stigma of basement grows and illegal trade and um, all those bad associations that cannabis has been affiliated to. I hope that that stigma gets dropped. So if there's anything that I could hope for, it would be that. And that that only can happen uh, with people like yourselves uh, out there and educating yeah. um, from the municipal level, provincial level, federal level, all the way along. And are you operating everywhere that cannabis is being cultivated? Is this part of your uh, uh Scope, are you, where are you? Where aren't you? Yeah, so it's really hard for us to track exactly where we are because we have sold through retail channels and distributors over in Europe. But I'm confident that I can share with you that we're in over 20 different countries. Uh, we've, we've been doing this for, like I said, 12 years. And yeah, from Australia to Germany to Switzerland to Czech Republic, uh, throughout the US, South America. I think we even had a sale in Asia at one point. But um, yeah, I think of any uh, jurisdiction where it's medical, uh, we definitely have a footprint there. And, um, you, know, you know, with these emerging markets coming online as well. Um, yeah, I know that we're entering into those spaces as well. So as long as they're growing cannabis flower, they're going to have to trim it properly. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> Once uh, the industry continues to open up like it does, there is the, you know, the thought, of course, like, like any big egg that uh, uh, it will commoditize and the price will there will be price pressure and the prices will drop and so automation is something that everyone has to embrace so um they cannot neglect that because you have the agriculture is a a game of a million millions of pennies and you have to be able to get that cost of production down and the only feasible way to do that is automation like twister trimmer so how how many people would it take to to trim at the speed your t0 trims at well, yeah, that's that's uh, I got to reverse the math here, but uh, I can tell viewers, uh, those listening uh, right now, that you know we normally benchmark, and it's a pretty standard industry benchmark that uh, a seasoned hand trimmer can trim a pound and a half to two pounds a day, right? Wow. And so, to answer your question, Scott, the BFT will be doing over a hundred pounds an hour. So on an eight-hour shift, we're look we're looking at doing like upwards of a thousand pounds a day. That's insane. When I mean, it wouldn't just, necessarily have to be an eight-hour shift. No. Yeah. You know, no, typically. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, with the automation, there's no limit on the amount of hours you could run. Or you have to have somebody. Well, you'd, you'd have people operating it. And, uh, you know, you and I could sneak out for a beer, though, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that just goes to show, like you said, 
instead of having to hire 10, 15 people at a, I mean, even more at a big operation. 10 or 15, we're talking about 50 to 100. We're talking about having housing on on the property of these uh, farms, so to speak, right? Housing uh, for international workers. Like this is something, and you know what? It's not about not having that, those um, hands and that employment, right? We're not trying to offset that. This is the ability to allocate resources in other areas of your grow that really matter, right? How get those, get those employees and get those teammates of yours to help curate the plan for customer service when you're selling the product, right? Educating and being an ambassador to the brand rather than being in your trim room. So there's somebody asked a question about blogs. Scott, do you know anything about blogs? Yeah. So you can find this episode on all of Bovida's social media. So on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, at Bovida Cannabis. Um, Also, we'll be doing a blog write-up on our website about it. And I believe Twister is doing the same. Yeah. You can can find the blog and any kind of write-up on their Twister website, uh, twistertrimmer.com. Twistertrimmer.com. That's correct. (laughs) Uh, We have a whole educational site. Uh, focus around that page. Focus around that. That's awesome. You're awesome, Maddie Christopherson. Drew's kind of awesome. I'm all right. That hair is. Awesome. I feel good. I feel really good. You look great. I feel good. You slightly look tired. Fabulous. Thank you. You look tired. No, you do. Thank you. you. Do. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I feel you know. good though. So, if if you're new trying to get into the industry, is there any advice that you'd give someone? It's a pretty open-ended question. Yeah. Um, so, I guess the big thing would be to find out who you can lean on to get educated correctly. So um, again, one of our key pillars is education. And if you're leaning on the wrong person or someone that you may think that would be providing you good information, um, you know, just just stand and make sure you do your homework on who you're relying on and those reputable brands that, that can actually educate you all the way through the process. So again, it's, a, it's an open-ended question. So it depends yeah. on what segment of the industry you wanna get involved in. Um, but yeah, become passionate, dive in two feet, right? Stand yeah. for what you want to do. Um, don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Um, there's no, there should be no stigma around cannabis. Um, so embrace it. And, uh, yeah, again, the relationships. Great advice. This has been awesome. Thank you for tuning in. 